0: hey guys welcome back to the blush podcast i'm sarah wynn and i am your host for blush's fashion history segment and today we're going to be touching on the politics of pockets so let's throw it back to the middle ages to set the scene both men and women lugged around little pouches that were slung from a rope allowing them to carry any essentials around with them clothes had little slits which meant they could easily access their pouch without having to throw off yards of material So in a sense, during this period, men and women were equal, at least in terms of their rights to pockets. But the whole pocket thing changed during the French Revolution because women's silhouette styles changed. Basically, these silhouettes were a lot more form-fitting and fit tightly to a woman's body. And the London Spectator previously reported that at the time, a common thought was that women had four external bulges already, two breasts and two hips and a money pocket inside their dress would definitely make an ungainly fifth because there was nothing to hold their items women needed something so fashion journalists began to favor the reticule or the chatelaine and this was the earliest form of a handbag however it was a lot smaller than the handbags and purses that we do see today it could barely hold a handkerchief and a coin then emerged this argument and this discussion between pocketists versus anti-pocketists because people were very upset about this issue and pocketists believe that women's clothing should have pockets within them because pretty much ever since the 16th century men's pockets had been perfected to the t there were different types of pockets that could be incorporated in men's jackets in their pants etc However, women did not have pockets. They were put in really odd places on the dress where it wasn't very functional for women to use them. On the other hand, anti-pocketists believe that by adding pockets to their dresses to women's clothing, it would again ruin this feminine, form-fitting silhouette. And they quote believed that it was for grannies or for people who didn't want to look sexy and feminine. So there are two quotes that are pretty lengthy that I want to bring up and quote because I think it does a great job of encapsulating the modern view of this pocket argument. It says pockets are political because they create a gender divide. On one hand, men's clothing is designed for utility. On the other, women's clothing is designed for physical aesthetics, implying that men need greater mobility because they have to work. In contrast, women only need to be looked at. So, I want to bring up the jegging trend, if we all remember. So jeggings had a little stitching of a fake pocket on it, and that's really what this physical aesthetic of a pocket is reminding me of. And this shows and is a reflection that for women, it's more important for them to have the aesthetics of something, rather than actually having the capability of using something. So this relates back to the very outdated ideas that women belong in the house and they don't have a place outside of the house and outside of being a wife and a mom. And men were the ones that were supposed to be going out and getting the money and providing for the family. And that is why women originally didn't need anything to hold their items in the first place because they didn't have anything to hold they didn't have money that needed to be held anywhere and that's why the reticule was so impractical on the other hand men's clothing needed to be designed for utility because they were holding things they were doing things and a pocket symbolized that the next quote is by ben barry he's a chair of ryerson school of Fashion and this was on a phone interview with CTV News. He says pockets for men and handbags for women became symbolic of the inequality between the sexes and the struggle for women's equal rights. Barry says pockets are seen as personal spaces meant to keep important items close to the body, and denying a woman that, while forcing her to carry a bag, reinforces that she's different from a man and cannot have his luxuries. If you have a bag, you have another item to purchase that is required to perform femininity. Fashion has been defined as a feminine pursuit and as an activity required by women rather than by men. Men have this opportunity to focus on their careers because fashion has not been associated with them in terms of performing proper or appropriate masculinity, he continues. Whenever I was researching this and I found this quote, it resonated with me so much because I remember when I was little, I went through a phase whenever I rejected anything innately feminine. I didn't want to tell people that I liked pink, I didn't want to wear skirts, I didn't wear a handbag, I never wore a purse, it wasn't up until maybe last year that I started wearing a purse without feeling really weird about it, and I've realized now it was me rejecting my femininity, because I associated the feminine with losing, and I associated the masculine with winning, and that is so interesting to me. Things started to progress around the 19th century or the beginning of the 20th century. Discourse began about why women couldn't have pockets when men do. So this is when practical pockets began to be sewn in. The first account of the practical pocket within women's wear was from Levi Strauss's jeans back in 1930. But at the beginning, only female ranchers were using these jeans because Levi's was originally for farmers or that was their... Audience at the time. But then campaigns led by early feminists of the Rational Dress Society in London fought for female clothing to be more functional. So this is the beginning of seeing society accept practical pockets for women. But then we kind of take a few steps back and we kind of digress. Following the World Wars, Soldiers begin to come home to their families in the U.S. And this sparks something within the Pockets discussion. Because women are now expected to be housewives. They're expected to give back to their husbands that have been in war for these past couple of years. And they begin adopting this housewife aesthetic or this housewife persona and with that comes a costume change so they begin turning away from pockets within their garments and they go to something more feminine or what was considered more feminine the purse and this purse is not like the reticule it looks very similar to the purses that we see today so women again are turning away from pockets and going towards something more feminine like purses and dresses in order to make a man feel more masculine, or in order for these soldiers to feel like they're a man of the house again. This raises a really interesting topic up for me, and it makes me question why we associate femininity with lacking power and lacking dominance, and then we associate masculinity with domination and with head of the house, and with power, and I think we definitely are making strides to kind of restructure this default idea, but I think we definitely still have little specks of this old school mentality and association, and this is why I really enjoy learning about fashion history, because it underlines and bolds and italicizes the issues that we have within our society and it makes us question you know why do men have to be masculine in order to feel loved and why do women feel like they have to be submissive or why do they have to be feminine in order to feel loved as well by men and by society at large so I'm just going to leave the episode off with that question. And hopefully that sparks some interest and thought within you. I hope to see you guys in two weeks with my next episode on fashion history. Let us know if you have any future requests of what you want me to make these fashion history episodes on. Just DM us on Instagram at The Podcast. And as always, I'm wishing you guys much love and much luck in life. And yeah, I'll see you guys in two weeks. Wow, wow.